Hello and welcome to Views from the John podcast, where you get views while sitting on me. Or just, no, views while we're sitting on the toilet looking out the window and just contemplating life. Or maybe it's called Views from the John because my name is John and you're getting views from me. All right, this is podcast number one. Been waiting to do this for a long, long time. This podcast is going to be bringing you a whole slew of just what's up in the world today. Anything and everything in the news, sports, life, advice. It's going to be mostly comedy. I am a uh, kind of a new struggling stand-up comic. I got into the game a little bit late. But uh, thanks to uh, some of my heroes like the great Billy redheaded burr and others um i feel like i can do this i feel like i can i feel like i can make a difference i feel like i can just go out there and be strong and be brave and get up there on stage and get heckled and booed i feel like i can do it and i'm not a millennial so i won't be expecting any kind of participation medal for doing so all right so yeah this is just a mixed bag of talking about anything and everything going on in today's life, a lot of crazy true stories, some comedy bits, uh, just, you know, views from the John, man. Let's just talk about life, talk about what's affecting us. You can feel free to email me at realitydrippro. That's reality. If you don't know how to spell reality, I'm sorry. Drip pro. All one word, realitydrippro at gmail.com. Send me in a question. Send me in some advice. You're looking for advice on anything and everything? I've probably been there. I've probably done it. I have been through a lot of crazy things in my life. I've worked at a probably about 150 different jobs. I've worked in the car business, the restaurant business. Um, I'm a musician. Uh, been playing in bands since I've been 15 years old. Uh, toured the country three times with a uh, metal band I used to be in called Grimlock. Uh, just had a lot of crazy life experiences, a lot of different jobs, a lot of different adventures, poked my head into a lot of different holes. So I'm bursting with knowledge, bursting with uninformed outrage. <laughs> so uh, here we go. First thing I want to talk about today, I happen to be stuck living right now in the great state of Massachusetts. You've probably heard of it. Us drivers were called mass holes. Uh, you know, the pilgrims landed on Plymouth Rock, you know, and decided to take over uh, the country and get rid of all the uh, indigenous people here that were here first. You know, the pilgrims, Massachusetts. Boston, great sports town, by the way. Sorry, I know you guys probably hate the Bruins, the Celtics, the Patriots, we're cheaters, right? Tom Brady, yeah. Sorry, I was born and raised into it. I suffered for all those years that they were horrible. They only made it to one Super Bowl, that was 1986, and they lost to the Bears and Jim McMahon and Refrigerator Perry. What was it, 45 to 7, 42 to 10, something like that? That was the only experience I had with New England teams being any good in far as football. That was 86. It wasn't until Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in 2001 that everything changed for us. So all you haters can step off, man. 
Because let me tell you, before 2001, the Patriots were an embarrassment, and we had to deal with it. So it's our turn. So, yeah. Suck on that for a while. All right, first things first. I, unfortunately, got sucked into cigarette smoking at a very late age. I grew up absolutely despising cigarettes, hating cigarettes, absolutely hated cigarettes. I used to wear around, I used to wear a t-shirt in high school that said smoking was for losers. That's how passionate I was. I absolutely hated cigarette smokers. Couldn't get it. I couldn't understand for the life of me how anyone could put smoke in their mouth and say, mmm, this tastes good. Yeah, this is great. I mean, how the hell could inhaling smoke after you eat taste good? I just didn't get it. I was uninformed. I was an idiot, like a lot of us out there. I was completely uninformed. Uh, slowly progressed to, I would ask for a cigarette when I would drink back in my college days. And uh, cigarette was great when you were drinking. And then all of a sudden it progressed into, I was tired of bumming cigarettes at parties when I would drink. I'd buy my own pack and only break it out on party nights. Then it slowly got into, uh, hey, let's have a cigarette while we're not drinking, while we're out in the golf course or, you know, in between band practice. And that was the end. And for the next 20 years, I smoked cigarettes and I had, I tried everything. I tried the patch. I tried that, uh, that Nicorette gum. I tried cold turkey. Uh, that didn't work. The only thing that worked for me was a product called a Juul device. It's a very low power device that has uh, no crazy stuff in it, just some nicotine juice. And you suck on it. So, you know, it gives you the kind of the uh, impression like you're sucking on a cigarette. And then you get your nicotine fix. And all of a sudden, I started saving a lot of money. I no longer stunk like a cigarette. My health improved, I saved a shitload of money, and all of a sudden I was no longer a smoker. Was I still using nicotine? Yes, but I was cutting way down and no longer creating giant plumes of smoke for everybody to walk through and look at me like I was an asshole. And now, all of a sudden, a couple people in the Northeast got sick. Not on Juul pods or regular vape pods. They got sick on some aftermarket, uh, you know, regular empty pods that you can put, you know, marijuana juice in and all sorts of crazy stuff. Like you're mixing together a bad batch of cocaine or something like that. And that's what people got sick on. And rather than the great Massachusetts governor just issuing a health warning saying, hey, don't buy these products and removing them. He just went and put a ban on every single vape product. It doesn't matter if you were in the market for a charger, if you were in the market for just a, a jewel or a pod, it doesn't matter. Every single product related to vaping is now banned in Massachusetts. Banned. All because there's a couple cases of illicit THC pods filled with vitamin E that's what's caused the lung problems. The adults like myself, 40 years old, that are smoking the regular pods as a means to an end to quit smoking, there's no health problems. We aren't causing the problems. 
but because the governor just couldn't issue a health alert and say, hey, these are the products that are causing some harm. I want to make you aware of them, and we're going to ban them. No, we just had to go and up and ban everything. So now there's literally 1.1 million adult ex-smokers in Massachusetts who are left standing with uh, nothing in their hand. I was going to say a dick, but you know, nowadays, you know, it's not just men that smoke, right? It's women, and some people don't want to identify as either. So, I guess that was the wrong condemnation, right? So, anyways, we're left standing with uh, nothing. So today, if you are an ex-smoker who is using a vape product to quit smoking, you have no choice but to either quit cold turkey or go to the doctor and try to get on a patch or something that didn't work for you in the first place. Or you can do what everyone else is going to do and drive across the border into Vermont, New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and give them the business. So all the governor has done is piss off 1.1 million adult smokers, ex-smokers, who are now going to go back to cigarettes. Far, far more dangerous than any vaping cigarettes. And this ban that he put in place, okay, it's going to last for four months. In that four-month span, 150,000 people in this country will die from cigarette smoke. But yet cigarettes are still legal. 285 people have died this year from mass shootings, yet we don't do anything about gun reform. I'm all for guns, man. I'm pro-Second Amendment. But I'm all for a lot stricter laws. And it's not just guns doing this stuff either, people. Let's be honest. G guns don't kill people. People kill people. It's a mental health issue. It's an issue of, uh, you know, a lot stricter laws, mental health. I seriously don't think anybody in this country needs an AR, even though I'm a fan of them. If that's what it takes to make this country safer, let's do it. But, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. This whole vaping thing, it's ridiculous. And the best thing I can describe this to, okay, we have a lot of things in this country that are really bad for us. Cars are dangerous. Alcohol is dangerous. Cigarettes are dangerous. Guns are dangerous. Anything can be used as a weapon and can be made dangerous. There's a small group of people that tend to ruin this for everybody, okay? But explain this to me. Explain why we have so many shootings in schools, why we have so many alcohol-related deaths involving kids, too. I was nearly killed by a drunk driver. Alcoholism runs on one side of my family. It is the number one cause of domestic violence and abuse. But yet, is there any ban on alcohol? No, never. Why? Why? You're telling me that uh, kids aren't getting their hands on alcohol? My God, I got my hands on alcohol at 14 years old. I was in a group, I was in a car full of 15-year-old kids at 15. We were all drunk and driving around. I can talk about that now. But if you don't think that's happening around this whole country, every night, it is. But we're not banning alcohol. We're not making alcohol any more difficult for kids to get their hands on. Why are we all of a sudden going after vape with absolutely no evidence? It makes absolutely no sense. Here's how I'm going to break it down for you any further and how just absolutely crazy this is, okay? Let's say there's a batch of wine or there's a batch of whiskey that makes it into a Northeast United States liquor store, and it happens to be tainted. It's bad. 
A bunch of people buy it, they get sick. So what would be the logical thing to do? Well, as the governor of the state that has the liquor store that has all the bad whiskey in it, I'm going to say, hey, everybody, this whiskey in this batch is causing a problem. If you have it at home, don't drink it. We're going to pull it off the shelf until we can figure out when it's better. But no, what the governor just did was essentially say, okay, there's a couple batches of whiskey that are uh, you know, bad, but we're just going to ban alcohol across the state because of it. That is exactly what this governor just did. A small little problem over here with one aspect of the vaping business, and let's just ban it across the board. And why am I so up about this? Why am I so passionate about this? Because vaping was the only thing that ever helped me after 22 years of smoking cigarettes to quit. And I'm at the point where about another six months of vaping and I think I would have been able to quit. But now, what choice do I have? I can either drive across the border into another state to buy my vape products or I can go right down the road and spend $12 on a pack of cigarettes. Cigarettes which have been known for I don't know how many years now to be one of the leading causes of lung cancer and deaths across this country. But our government does not ban cigarettes. But there's a little hiccup with vape and we're going to ban all of vape. What is happening in this country, people? This outrage, this let's go crazy on limited information. I'm telling you, people, what this governor of Massachusetts just did is illegal. It's unconstitutional. It is absolutely one of the craziest things I have seen happen in this country yet. And yes, I'm, I'm considering Trump and everything else in this. This is nuts. Now, I'm going to read you a fact here. This is a fact in response to Governor Charlie Baker's mass vape ban yesterday. These are all facts, people. This isn't just commentary from someone like me who's angry that my vape got taken away. I'm not some high school vape kid that's upset that his, you know, donut-flavored vape just got taken away, okay? And I can't go get stoned with it. I'm an adult who used an adult product to quit smoking cigarettes. That is exactly what this was intended for. And it's exactly the way I'm using it. And now because some THC pods and some kids were irresponsible, you're going to take the tool away from me that got me to quit cigarettes? Do you think my family wants to see me go back on cigarettes? Are you kidding me? All right. These are some facts that were given to the governor after his ban. And of course, he didn't even talk with anybody about the ban. Do you think the governor would talk to some adults that maybe use this product to see how it might affect them before he just went and banned it? No. Just makes too much sense. So here are some facts, people. This ban that went into effect today is going to last four months. During that four-month span that this ban is in effect in Massachusetts, there's going to be approximately 150,000 people across the United States that will die from smoking cigarettes. So during the course of this ban on vape in the state, 150,000 people are going to die from cigarettes. But why aren't we banning cigarettes, people? Ask yourself this question. Why is our government not banning cigarettes? Could it be because the cigarette companies are in bed with the politicians? No, that can't be. Why do you think scientists are coming out today and saying, hey, 
we have the technology now to pull energy right out of the air. We've had that technology for a long time, but we're relying on fossil fuels. I wonder why. Could it be that the people that run big oil give major contributions to presidential candidates and the such? No, that can't be right. All right, let me go on here. So yeah, 150,000 people are going to die in this country directly from cigarette smoking while they have banned vaping in Massachusetts. Now, the evidence on these illnesses in which they're freaking out about, they point squarely at illicit, which means legal, and contaminated THC cartridges, particularly in the Northeast United States. This ban on all vaping products, including nicotine, is absolutely absurd. Agreed. We look forward to supporting lawsuits against Governor Baker's illegal and unconstitutional ban. That's the other thing. This guy, the way he just went out and banned everything, it's literally illegal and it's unconstitutional. And he did it based on such poor misinformation. It's insane to me. It is absolutely insane. I would love to sit down with this man and just ask him straight out, are you crazy? What are you thinking? What are you doing? What are you planning on doing about the nicotine vape aspect of it, which isn't causing anybody any health concerns, and it's kicked so many people off the habit of cigarettes and helped them quit? What are you doing about those people? You just left us standing here in the cold. Okay? So, yeah, the ban's going to be four months, and in that four months, 150,000 people are going to die from cigarettes. And the evidence that they have is that these illnesses which cause the band are pointing squarely at illicit and contaminated THC cartridges. For those of you who don't know, THC is basically marijuana oil. So people are taking empty pods that go into, you know, vaping devices. They're filling them with marijuana oil and all sorts of other crap. And that's what people are getting sick on. Not nicotine. This was a convenient excuse for the governor to just have any reason, as crazy as it might be, to just ban it across the board. Just because, I guess, he doesn't vape. So he doesn't give a shit. All right? So, yeah, 150,000 people are going to die from cigarettes while this vape ban is in effect, even though the whole reason why they banned it has nothing to do with the nicotine aspect of it. It's some illegal THC pods that some kids screwed around with and got people sick off of. And now, like this person's saying, a lot of people are going to be uh, suing the governor and the state because it's illegal and unconstitutional. Now, to continue, the Connecticut and New York state health authorities have already been perfectly clear that it's the THC vaping products that are causing these illnesses, not nicotine. We agree with the Federal Drug Administration if you don't want to die or end up in the hospital, stop vaping illicit marijuana oils. It is illicit marijuana oils that have caused a couple deaths in the Northeast United States. That's it. And because of that, we're going to go and ban everything and everybody across the entire state 
do you realize how asinine that is? Just like I said, if a couple bottles of wine that were shipped in from, you know, France or something got people sick, rather than just pulling that wine off the uh, shelf, it's like they just went and banned alcohol across the entire state. Imagine if they did that. All these, you know, alcoholics and shit coming out of the woodwork. You banned Bud Light? No way! You know, people would go nuts. That's why they don't do this. Or, or, or I don't know. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I don't. I used to. I used to love the taste of a glass of wine or beer. I used to love to get the occasional buzz on. Now at my age, I have a beer and I feel like I've been hit by a Mack truck. I don't know why, but I feel better because of it. Have you ever been dead sober and hung around someone who's been drinking? It's like you're babysitting them. They act like idiots. I was just at a pretty big outdoor concert uh, this last Saturday night. Of course, everyone's there is drinking and, you know, stuff like that. And everyone's having a good time. But just try it once. Try going somewhere where there's a bunch of drunk people and just be completely sober and just watch them. You act like idiots, complete idiots. And then you go and get in the car and you drive and you kill people. It happens. I was hit head on by a drunk driver in 2003 on a two lane road and he, she hit me head on going 50 miles an hour. Everyone who saw my car that next day thought the person who was driving died. I crawled out of that car. Thanks be to God. I was nearly killed by a woman drunk driving. Me. My parents almost had to bury their 22-year-old son because of some idiot woman drinking. And this happens every day across this country. People doing all sorts of crazy, stupid, illegal things because they're drunk. But yet alcohol has been legal across this country forever. But just look at the problems it causes. Same with cigarettes. But we don't ban those things. We don't ban guns. Or we don't make guns uh, a little bit more stricter to get your hands on. But a little bit of vaping problem happens with one select group of cartridges. And we just ban the whole fucking thing. Are you serious? This is absolutely insane, people. So yeah, I digress. But... The common sense. Oh, yeah. This is the first podcast. And again, you know, I meant to start off this podcast uh, a little bit more professionally, like giving you the date. I don't even know the date. Today's September 25th, 2019. How are ya? Sorry. That was a little bit of a, a Bill Burr. How are ya? You got to forgive me. I have a bromance with that guy absolute greatest comedian of our time there was george carlin then george carlin passed the new goat is absolutely mr bill burr with mr dave chappelle and a very close ah they're they're about equal those two are the godfathers the absolute godfathers right now of comedy absolutely incredible material brilliantly done and if you get upset at either one of them, you're absolutely missing the point of their jokes. And you have no sense of humor. Bill Burr's new special 
If you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing and go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Paper Tiger, and it is absolutely brilliant. It is his best special, without a doubt, to date. And I don't know how anyone can get offended by comedy, because first of all, it's comedy. So if you're going to get offended, you're just going to lose out, okay? But of course, I didn't get offended. Nothing offends me other than just stupidity, okay? And there's nothing stupid about comedy. Uh, this vape ban is stupid. Stupidity and a lack of common sense. That's going to be a lot of what we're going to be talking about on this show, is just the idiotic, stupid things that we do as people, this country does as a whole, silly things that we do, and I'm going to be poking fun at it, making light of it, and maybe trying to change some minds here. I was raised on the belief system of just common sense, the right way to do things, you know? And that, that's still how my whole vision on this world is, is just ingrained on that basic, well, what used to be basic, just God-given, uh, you know, function that every human had to just choose between right and wrong. I think we know it, but where did we go wrong, you know? How is this common sense to just completely react to something that got a few people sick? And rather than just taking care of that sector of things, let's just ban the whole thing. Literally. It's nuts. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And that's why I'm on this subject today. Because the governor of Massachusetts yesterday just said, hey, a couple people got sick from some illegal marijuana pods. So let's just go make vape. Right across the board illegal. That's that's the best way to handle this. Let's just kill it all. And let's let all the adults who actually quit smoking cigarettes and went to this product, let's let them go back to buying $15 packs of cigarettes now. Then we'll really kill people off. Way to go, Governor Baker. That is thinking outside the box, my friend. All right. Enough about idiot Baker here in politics. That's another thing you're going to learn from me. I absolutely hate politics. I don't lean left. I don't lean right. I could honestly not tell you the difference between what a Republican is and what a Democrat is. You know what I lean towards? Common friggin' sense. I don't care if you're a black man. I don't care if you're a white man. I don't care if you're a lady. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you identify as a toaster oven. If you're speaking on some good stuff and you got some good stuff to say and you want to run this country with some compassion and some conviction and some common sense and you don't lean left, you don't lean right, you're just leaning straight down the middle, let's make this country good. Let's do some common sense stuff. I think I want to vote for that man. But there doesn't seem to be that person that runs, right? It's either the far left or the far right. You know, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. People seem to hate Obama. And see, this is how much I don't follow politics. I don't know why anybody hated Obama. He was our first black president. I voted for him twice. I know you're not supposed to talk about who you voted for, but I voted for him. He might have not had the best policies, I guess. But goddamn, if that man didn't represent this country, uh, he wasn't arguing on Twitter all night with people. 
the guy at least dressed and looked and played the part. He he looked like a good representative to be a representative for this country. Okay, when you look at the Donald, whether you're a fan of his or not, the guy literally looks like Ronald the McDonald with his Donald face, and the guy literally is on Twitter all day and all night arguing with people. I'm sorry. Whether you like him or not, or whether you think he's doing a good job or not, you cannot sit here and tell me that Trump is a good representation to speak on behalf of this country and America. The guy is a buffoon. He is a buffoon who doesn't know how to act. I think he literally ran for president because somebody talked shit to him and said, you can't do that. And he's like, yeah, I'll show you. And he went and ran and he, and he won. And I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned this, but I just have a lot of shit on my mind. And I know this is back in 2006, but I'm going to tell you something. I didn't vote for Trump, but I'm going to tell you this. If any other person in this world besides Hillary Clinton ran against Trump, Trump would have lost. South Park did it the best. They... They did a spoof show kind of on the 2006 election. If you're a South Park fan, I'm sure you've heard it, where, uh, you know, they couldn't just jab at the presidential, uh, you know, campaign. So what they did is South Park Elementary had to pick a new mascot. And the mascot came down to the kids had two choices. They could either pick a douche as their new high school mascot, or their elementary school mascot, or they could pick a turd. That's what their choice was. They could either pick a douche as their new mascot or an actual turd. Those were their two choices. That's exactly how I felt about the 2016 presidential election. We had two poor choices to pick from. That's where this problem lies. How is it that Bernie Sanders didn't get the Democrat, the democratic nod over hillary clinton because i tell you something i have looked up the definition before even though i couldn't tell you it right now of what it meant to be a republican or a democrat and i have to admit i liked what the republican side of things said a little bit more but again i'm not republican i'm not democrat i'm not a bleeding heart liberal i'm just a blue collar average white guy that just wants to see everybody in this world succeed, accepted, treated the same, and just everybody happy, in harmony, relaxed. That's all I want to see. And if it takes getting in a different president into the office to make everybody chill out and relax, great. But literally, I'm not running left. I'm not running light, uh, right. I'm not a bleeding heart liberal. I don't believe in, I don't know. We'll talk more about this, but honestly, I'm just looking for somebody that can look the part, can act the part, that doesn't seem like they're a used car salesman that just graduated to the presidency. You know, I want somebody I can trust. I need a homie in there, okay? This racist prick that's in office right now, he's got to go. And I'm sorry if you like his policies. Maybe he's got some good ones. Maybe he's not as bad of a president as everyone thinks he is. But from a completely unbiased, I don't give a shit about politics view, I can tell you the guy does not come off like he is a smart or, you know, you know what I'm saying? 
if if I'm looking for a poster boy for the U.S. presidency, I want them to be dressed sharp, to look the part, to act the part, to be friendly, to be, you know, look at this guy in a picture. He looks like Ronald the McDonald making his Donald face with his hair all up in a bun and shit. The guy looks horrible and he's arguing all night and all day on Twitter, taking long vacations to his, you know, Key Largo, Montego, baby, why don't we go down to Trump National, you know, I mean, anyways, I don't lean left, I don't lean right, I lean right down the middle, and where do we have a candidate that's just independent, that just says, hey, I'm not Democrat, I'm not Republican, I'm not going to be this way or that way because I run this political office this way. Just somebody that comes out and says, hey, we should probably have health care for the whole country. It works everywhere else. Why can't it work here? Well, how are you going to pay for it? Mm, let's see. We're going to tax some people, maybe tax the rich. I don't know. When is there going to be somebody that comes along that just is like, listen, I'm not Democrat. I'm not Republican. I'm not independent or I'm not liberal or whatever. I'm just a guy or a girl that's got some great ideas that doesn't come from a jaded political used car salesperson background where is that person that's what we need okay i'm not saying trump isn't an idiot and i'm not saying he isn't great i really don't have an opinion my life has not been directly affected by trump being in office or not he really hasn't i guarantee if on election night if we all just got you know, knocked out and we were to wake up three years from now, and we have no idea who actually won. We wouldn't be able to tell if Hillary won or if Trump won. We wouldn't be able to tell because I guarantee you no one's life in this country has been made any better or any worse by Trump being in office. However, on the flip side of that, when you look at a U.S. president and how they are the face and the voice of this country, he is not the poster child. He is not the ideal person to stand up and be like, this is the dude, you know, that represents and speaks on behalf of the country. You know, he is not the right spokesperson or the right look to represent this country. Okay. And uh, don't get me wrong, you know. I'm all for a woman being president, a man being president, a person of color being president. I don't care. I don't care if a toaster becomes president. I really don't. We are so far beyond that. You know, there is no reason anymore to play the woman card or to play the race card. We are way beyond that as a country. I'm not saying there aren't ignorant people that live in this country that just want to hate on black people simply because they're black or people want to hate on women simply because they're women. There's always going to be those people in this world. They've always been here. They're never going away. It's ignorance, people. People will always be ignorant. But I do believe that the vast majority of this country is not racist. The vast majority of this country is not homophobic. We don't care whether you what you have dangling between your legs, what color your skin is. We respect you. You, we want us. We want you to respect us. We want to succeed. You want to succeed. We all just want to live in this country in harmony and peace and be able to do what we want, provide for our children, live happily, not be bullied. Everyone just wants to live in peace and harmony. 
I don't think there's anyone in this country that can uh, say they don't want that for this country. That's what I want. I think it's what everyone else wants. Okay? But you're always going to have this 5, 6, 8% that's going to want to buck the system and is going to want to complain. And this is what I call the social justice warriors, the cancel culture, the people, the hashtag Twitter people that go nuts and have to complain about everything, the protesters that don't seem like they have jobs. They just protest somewhere every single day over something. I get it. You know, I guess to instill change in this country, we have to protest. But I'm telling you, everyone's like, oh, my God, this country is crazy right now. Everyone's like flipping out. No, it's not. You know what it is? It's social media. Everybody has an opinion. You ever, okay. You ever heard that old saying that opinions are like assholes? Everyone has one and they all stink. That's the problem. Social media today means everyone across the world can instantly speak their inner thoughts, which used to be quiet, out loud. And we all look at it and then we all fight each other. I encourage you to just get off social media. Turn off the nightly news. Have you ever watched the nightly news? I don't watch the nightly news. You know why? Because every story is horrific. Death, violence, despair, poverty. The world's going to end. No matter what news station you turn on every night, you never hear a good story or good news. It is all death, doom, and gloom. My God, if I watched the nightly news at night, I would think this world was coming to an end as well. My parents, they're obsessed with it. They want to stay up to date with what's going on in this country. Okay, I get it. But I tell you, man, I am all about positivity and positive vibes. And when I turn on that news at night and everything is like murder, death, destruction, despair, everything is falling apart. Dude, I don't want to hear that, man. It might be the truth, but man, you got to think positive. You, you got to think positively. There, there is so much to be said about positive thinking. I am living proof of it. I am living proof. I have gone through this. I have gone through depressions in my life where I've sat around feeling sorry for myself, hating whatever I hated, just hoping that opportunity was going to fall in my lap. It doesn't work that way. You want to instill change in your life. You want to instill change in this country. You got to start a fire. You got to start a spark. You got to get up. Opportunities are not going to fall in your lap. The day that you choose to get off the couch, stop feeling sorry for yourself, go to the gym, get on a diet, get out, meet friends, call up some people you haven't called up in a while, get out there, be active in your community, make a difference. There is a lot of people out there like you, okay? And I'm telling you that these social justice warriors, this cancel culture, the people that complain and always want to buck the system, they've always been there. A hundred years ago, we would lock these people up into mental institutions. Maybe 50 years ago, we would ignore them. Now, not only are we listening to them complain, we're giving them a voice and we're siding with them. Literally, and I'm going to give you an example, and I can go on and on in this podcast about this craziness in this country right now. 
But I was in the grocery store the other day, and I saw a lady, and she had the most gorgeous dog I'd ever seen. But it's one of these emotional support animals. Now, I know this lady. This lady doesn't have an emotional support animal because she went through something, uh, you know, emotionally effed up. You know, like I could see maybe an eight-year-old boy or a girl having an emotional support puppy because they watched mom and daddy get, you know, their faces bitten off or something like that. You know, I get it. That's traumatic for a kid. But to see people walking around town with emotional support dogs because Trump was elected president. Really? Really? So does that mean I, I should go out and spend our tax dollars on emotional support puppy for me because uh, uh, my nicotine uh, jewel device just got uh, banned? Now I can't take it. Now my emotional level is just going to go into the tank and I need a dog to walk around to support my emotional needs now. Are you joking, people? <laughs> Wake up. This is life. Maybe it goes back to your upbringing. You know, they talk about the whole millennials and how the millennials are so, uh, you know, they're so sensitive. You know, anything and everything that goes wrong, they need to hug their, you know, dog and, you know, get a, you know, get a medal. You know, a medal for what? A medal because you went to school? I mean, they even have commercials on TV now telling people to be brave, go to college. Really? Since when did you need to be brave to go to college? I didn't know that bravery, I didn't know that college required bravery. I always thought bravery was a police officer running into gunfire to save somebody. I thought bravery was uh, somebody choosing to put down their phone and run into a burning building to save a family. That's bravery. But we need to coax people into going to college by saying it's brave? Toughen up, people. Life is not a movie. You're going to deal with some adversity in your life. And maybe it's and maybe it's the parenting. Maybe my generation, Generation X, is responsible for these millennials because we 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 babied our children, we raised them in a bubble and protected them from the big bad uh, environment. But now they're going to face the world today, and they're going to be running for their emotional support dogs because. The world in which we live in today is very different from the world that I used to live in when I graduated high school in 1996. It seems like forever ago, but at the same time, it doesn't. It seems like yesterday. I still feel like I'm 18 years old. You know, Dave Chappelle just started off his latest special, Sticks and Stones. What does he start off the special by? He starts singing a song by Prince about 1999. Brilliant. You know why he does that? Because back in 1999, even though the millennium was just coming and everyone was worried about Y2K and the bank's software going bad, in 1999, people were way more relaxed. This uptightness that exists right now did not exist in 1999. Who is it? What is causing it? I think it's a little bit of all of us. It's the parenting too soft, raising your kids in a bubble, 
the kids being too soft, being too shaded from what is life. You have to adapt, people. You have to evolve. My parents got me prepared for life because I wasn't raised in the bubble. I saw the nightly news raising up, you know, growing up. But my parents raised me right. They raised me to confront, uh, you know, things head on and not run away scared. We didn't have emotional support dogs when I was growing up. We drank from water hoses. We sucked in secondhand smoke. We played outside until the streetlights came on. We had video games, but we chose to play outside in the woods and build forts. What's wrong today? You look at kids today, they come home from school, whereas we used to go out in the woods and play and play baseball, throw around the football. Kids come home, they jump straight on their Xboxes. Or they start playing uh, World of Warcraft and start doing those crazy dances or whatever. Sorry, I had to take a sip of my coffee. It's getting cold here. But seriously, people, the world does appear nuts, and it kind of is nuts, but just everybody just relax a little bit. It's easily fixable. It's easily fixable on a number of different avenues, but it really starts with getting your children out of this bubble and preparing them for the real world. Because if you raise your kid in a protective bubble and then you release them to the world in this day and age, they're going to be shocked. Okay, so it all starts with parenting. We need good parenting. And everybody just needs to relax. And the next time you go on Twitter and you want to type something crazy about your fake outrage or you want to stir the pot, don't. Or if you see a comment on you know, Facebook or on Twitter that you don't agree with, don't keep pouring gas on the fire. Get off Twitter. Say to yourself, that person's opinion doesn't matter and just move on because we're at each other's throats here, everybody. And it's not cool. We shouldn't be fighting against each other. We should be fighting with each other. And all I'm trying to fight for is just a stable country again. That's it. Where we don't have a madman as a president. Where we're not canceling everything and anything because it might offend somebody's fragile sensibility. It's a little bit nuts, and it's up to us as a country to rein it back in, okay? Change isn't going to happen by hashtagging on Twitter, okay? And change isn't going to happen, unfortunately, by going out and forming a chain-link fence across a highway to argue whatever point you're going to argue. Change will happen when each one of us collectively start thinking that way. It'll happen. I'm telling you. I think everybody wants it to happen. So just relax. This whole cancel culture and everything else that's out there, these people have always existed. And I'll give you a perfect analogy. You can go on YouTube and find the most perfect video ever made. A video of, let's say, a baby taking its first steps into its loving parents' arms. All about love, just a complete awesome, awesome video. 
And you're going to find about 5% of the people who watch that video are going to hit the dislike button. That is the exact situation in life, people. No matter how perfect this country might be or any situation might be, there is always going to be a group of people who are going to want to complain, cancel, bitch, and buck the system. We used to ignore these people. We used to lock these people up into mental institutions. It's time to do the same thing. Ignore the noise. You were born with the God-given gift to tell the difference between right and wrong. Stop basing your views on left, right, bleeding heart, liberal, whatever other term you want to use. Just start thinking with some rationality in your heart. Keep your opinions to yourself. Don't fight on social media. As a matter of fact, get off of social media. Try getting off of social media for a day or even a week. Turn off the nightly news. Instead of watching the news tonight and them talk about all the horribleness, put on a comedy and laugh your face off. Because you know what? Regardless of what the news says, they're just a business. Why do you think the news doesn't give you good news every day? Because good news doesn't sell. For some reason, we are obsessed with bad news. But I'm telling you, at night when I'm at home and I'm relaxing, I don't want to watch death and despair on TV. I want to relax. I want to maybe read a history book. Maybe I want to go meet another person that I've never met before and learn more about them. You know what I'm saying? Let's not pick up the news because the news is biased. It's all bad, and it just sends everyone into a freakout. I don't know how anyone can do it. I really don't. It's just all crazy news. And uh, we're going to be talking about the news and how jaded it is in a minute. Well, not a minute, but on another podcast. I have a ton of examples to go on about how false narratives are being created around this country when it comes to certain things. Just like we talked about with the whole vaping thing, okay? Vaping is not bad. Some people went and put some ill mixture into a vaping canister and sold it at a show or something, and a bunch of kids bought it and got sick from it. It's no different than when somebody illegally mixes up a batch of cocaine. Well, it's all cocaine's illegal. But everyone realizes that cocaine is manufactured, right? In probably some guy's bathtub, you know? You don't know what the hell they're cutting that stuff with. How many people have died from tainted heroin or, mar- or tainted uh, heroin or tainted uh, cocaine? This is no different. This is no different. Somebody took an empty pod that's supposed to contain nicotine juice for adults and they filled it up with some crazy concoction some mad scientist concoction and then people went and smoked it in their lungs and got sick and rather than just taking care of that let's ban everything do you understand how crazy this is or am i just crazy i don't know maybe i'm the crazy one but Literally, it's like, okay, Antonio Brown, right? He was just 
being a big disruption in the NFL, right? Did we did we just get rid of Antonio Brown, or we did, or 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 did we just cancel the whole NFL season? Do you see what I'm saying? When there's one little problem in a giant group, why don't we just address the problem? Why do we just erase the group? <laughs> it's just it's 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 asinine to me. It's asinine. But I think the governor just really shot himself in the foot. Um, I have a pretty good pulse on social media. There's a lot of people who are very pissed off at this governor right now, especially considering he made this decision completely based on misinformation. And he didn't take into any consideration the adults who are on this program to quit cigarettes. You gave us no warning, no alternative. Nothing. To the point where anybody runs out of their, you know, nicotine pod today, they're going to have to go buy a pack of cigarettes. They're going to have to go drive into a different state. That's your option. So if any of you are listening that have a loved one that was able to quit cigarettes because of a vaping device, how do you feel about your loved one now having to switch back to cigarettes? And I know there's going to be idiots of you out there who are listening to this and be like, well, now's the perfect opportunity to quit. Yeah, if it was that easy, buddy, we wouldn't have just went to friggin' uh, Juul or vape, all right? We would have just quit. It's very easy, right? It's very easy for us to say if someone's addicted to uh, pain medication or someone's addicted to crack or someone's addicted to uh, cocaine or heroin, uh, just, you know, quit, man, you know? It's not that easy. Everything seems real easy when you're not in that person's shoes, okay? I thought it was easy. Remember my story from earlier? I used to walk around high school with a shirt that read, smoking was for losers. That's how outspoken I was against smoking. And I ended up becoming a cigarette smoker. Me. After how outspoken I was. That's how fucking addictive nicotine is. All right? And nothing I have tried with my doctor has worked. Except when I went to vaping. And this is from my own doctor's mouth. Vaping is fine. Cigarettes kill. Vape is fine. Anybody familiar with Dr. Drew Pinsky? He's probably the most famous doctor. He's an addiction medical specialist out in Hollywood. He has helped cure so many uh, celebrities and rock stars from their drug, uh, you know, dependencies. He recently had Bobby Lee, comedian Bobby Lee, on his podcast. And he saw Bobby Lee was vaping. And Dr. Drew said, oh, you're not... Uh, no, uh, Bobby Lee said, oh, is this okay? And Dr. Drew is like, what is that? Uh, like nicotine vape? And he's like, yeah. And Dr. Drew said, no problem. If that helps you quit smoking cigarettes, go for it. Cigarettes are atrocious and literally kill millions a year. Vape does not. Does everybody understand that? The deaths that have occurred in the Northeast United States and around this country from vape have not been nicotine pods. They were pods that were filled with basically a mixture of pot and antifreeze. 
That's what made people sick. Okay? It's kids, man. Kids are getting their hand kids get their hands on all sorts of shit and fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? A kid who gets their hands on a car can cause just as much damage as a kid getting their hand on a gun, but we don't go and ban cars, do we? I mean, seriously, people, what is with this is the part that doesn't make sense and that really starts to piss me off and it gets to the point where I have to talk about it on a podcast. And this is supposed to be a comical, funny podcast, but I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so fired up today about this stupidity that it's just got me in a huge rage and a rant because it directly affects me. Been a smoker my whole life, could never kick the habit. I finally kicked the habit of smoking cigarettes by going to just inhaling water vapor. A lot more healthy for you. My family appreciated it. I no longer stunk like an ashtray. Girlfriend appreciated it. Saved me a bunch of money. I feel healthier. Never looked healthier. This is stuff you don't get, man, if you're not a jewel or a smoker of vape products. Okay? You don't get it. You really don't. Just like I don't get the struggles of being a black man in this country. No white man does, because we are not black, okay? So don't seem, don't, don't pretend like you know what white privilege is, okay? That's another thing I got to talk about, is the stereotypical white man response to saying that they have white privilege. Every white man's like, I'm not privileged. I had a hard life. That's not what we're talking about, bro. Nobody's saying that your life isn't hard. I'm a white man. I have white privilege. Does it mean I have a privileged upbringing? Not necessarily. But it's a privilege that goes with just having white skin in this country? Fuck yeah, there is. Okay? Don't think for a second there isn't. So the next time tells you that you have what next time somebody tells you as a white man that you have white privilege, just acknowledge it, okay? And if you want to know what it means to have a white privilege, it has nothing to do with how privileged you think you were in your upbringing. Turn on the television. How many stations you got? 180? Look at the faces across all those television stations. They're 99% white people. That's white privilege. White privilege is when you walk down a street as a black man and, uh, you know, the white person crosses the road or, you know, holds on tight to their husband or something like that. That's white privilege. It's cops giving you the benefit of the doubt as a white person. That's white privilege, okay? You have it. You didn't ask for it, but you have it. So don't say you don't have it just because you think, well, I didn't have a privileged upbringing. I was poor. I had Section 8. That's not what we're saying, bro, okay? And I'm white. But I also grew up next door to two black kids rolling around playing with them every day. It wasn't until I became adult, an adult, that I even realized that these kids had darker color skin than mine. I wasn't raised like that. I still think about those two kids to this day. One, unfortunately, isn't with us anymore. The other one is. One of the greatest families I ever met, and they're black. 
at no point in my youth did I ever stop for a second and be like, whoa, these kids that I'm wrestling with and I'm playing with and I'm having a great time with, they're black. This isn't right. I can't be with them. No, fuck that. It wasn't until I entered society that society said, hey, look at those people. They're black. I'm passionate about that, man. I tell you. We are way, way, way past the time in this country where there shouldn't be any racism. No white man should ever say the N-word. It is a hurtful word. It is not our word. It is a word that is just riddled with hate and despicableness. I never want to catch a white person ever saying the N-word, and I'll punch you square in the face. You have no right to say it. It is filled with hate. It, is, it comes from a place of just despicableness, okay? And I'm passionate about this stuff, man. I really am. You don't know what anybody's been through. You've never walked in somebody's shoes. Don't ever look at somebody and judge them because their hair is long or their hair is short or their skin color is lighter or darker than yours or the skin around their eyes is a little bit more slanted than yours or because that person has boobs and you don't or they might have a vagina and you have a penis. When has that ever been the judgment of somebody's character? It's like looking at a cover of a book and saying, I don't like the way you look, so I'm going to determine that you suck. Or it's like listening to someone tell you that the Shawshank Redemption or Forrest Gump was a bad movie. Don't you want to go see it for yourself? Use that same type of thinking in life. Rather than quickly canceling something or reacting to something, take a deep breath, look at it from all angles, and then decide how you want to proceed and how you want to open your mouth. Okay? And we'll all be better off for it. But this goes for all people. I don't care if you're black, white, green, brown, lady, man, LGBTQ. doesn't matter. We're all the same. We are all equal under God's eyes. It does not matter what clothes you wear, what color your skin is, what hangs between your legs, what uh, denomination or nationality. None of that stuff matters. None of it matters. It's your character. It's your heart. It's your intent. And why we can't judge people on that is beyond me. Because that isn't left thinking. That's not right thinking. It's just common sense. And every human on this planet is born with it. And it's something that we have to realize. Common sense. There's right, there's wrong, there's left, there's right, there's common sense. Common sense. Common sense like maybe we should look both ways before we cross the road rather than just running out into it. That's common sense, isn't it? Right? I don't walk across the road without looking both ways. I see people do it every day. We have big, beautiful sidewalks in the city I live in, but yet everybody chooses to jog, bike, skateboard, and even walk their baby down the middle of a busy road when you have a beautiful sidewalk. I have to interview people about that because I, I still can't figure that out. Has anyone else around this country seen that? When I was a kid in the 80s and 90s, I was born in 1978, 
I missed the millennial cutoff by two to four years, so I'm thankful for that. <laughs> um, although us millennials, or I'm sorry, us Generation Xs are the parents of the millennials, along with some late baby boomers that have some millennials as well. So we are to blame. Sorry, I, I thought my generation, the Generation X, was a great generation up until I came to the realization that these millennials that everybody talks about nowadays, they're our kids. You look at anybody that is a millennial age, and they could be my kid. Some of the people that were uh, baby boomers, that were real late baby boomers, could have some kids that are millennials. But for the most part, it's late baby boomers and all Generation X parents that gave birth to the millennials. And I understand it now. I understand why some of these kids are really, really sensitive to anything now, where they'll literally cry if they don't get the right color lollipop at a store, because that's how protected they were when they were raised. And that's not doing your kid any favors. That's why so many kids, when they walk out into the real world, need to have an emotional support dog. It's because you obviously didn't raise them outside of a bubble. I was watching it the other day. Uh, there's a bunch of TV shows coming out I want to talk about too. Uh, so much I want to talk about that I didn't get to in this first podcast. So please tune in for the next one. I have so much stuff to talk about, interesting stuff. We're going to be taking callers, special guests. I got some really famous special guests lined up. Uh, it's going to be huge. So this podcast, I don't know if I'm going to do it every day or every other day, but Stay tuned because there's a lot of stuff I'm talking about, comedy specials, TV shows, crazy stories from my youth and other people's youth, uh, comedy bits, guests, call-in, segments, advice. I mean, crazy. This is going to be an awesome, awesome podcast. I'm going to have a co-host, a lot of special guests. We're going to do a lot of different segments where we break down uh, stereotypes between uh, a black guy and a white guy, where we break down all sorts of stuff. But this channel is all based on common sense, pushing a positive vibe, questioning the outrage and craziness that's out there, telling some funny stories, and just trying to laugh, man. But I'm sorry, today wasn't... Today wasn't very funny because there's a lot of stupid things going on right now, like this whole banning thing, which, by the way, is unconstitutional and illegal. There's no way that this ban is going to hold. You just can't go and ban an entire product line. You know, it's like banning every shampoo. Let's say that uh, let's what Pert Plus or uh, Aussie or whatever uh, Vidal Sassoon. Whatever your favorite brand of shampoo is. Let's say that they discover that brand of shampoo all of a sudden causes your hair to fall out, right? So the state says, okay, this Vidal Sassoon hair shit is making your hair fall out. So rather than telling people not to buy the Vidal Sassoon and take it off the shelves, we're just going to cancel all shampoos. Are you laughing or are you crying? Because that's literally what they just did. And you might be laughing because you're not a vapor. You couldn't give a shit. Are you a drinker? Do you drink alcohol? Do you like to have a glass of wine? Do you like to suck back a Bud Light as you're watching your NASCAR? 
you're next, buddy. Whatever thing in this country that you like, whether you like to play around with guns or you like to buy a six-pack of Bud Light or a bottle of wine, or maybe you like to, I don't know what you like, but they're coming for you. Anything in this country that you might like or enjoy, if anybody screws up on it, they're going to take it away from you. Some idiot's going to take it away. Just like so many people in this country think all white people are racist. Why is that? Am I racist? No. But there's some few bad apples out there that are making it seem like anybody and everybody that voted for Trump or is the same color as Trump is as much of a dickhead as he is. You know? There are little people out there ruining everything for everybody else. That's just where we're at. So laugh it up all you want at my outrage over my vape getting banned because whatever you love it's probably coming next <laughs> so what goes around comes around my friend but thank you for tuning in today this has been the very first podcast of views from the john i'm john remember to love each other to relax be happy and live life is too short to be angry it's too short to be sad Pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Put a smile on. Help out another fellow human being. It's amazing how good you can feel when you go out of your way to help somebody. Try it today. Seriously. Next time you go walk into a store, hold the door for the old lady that's 10 feet behind you. It'll make you feel good. She'll thank you and she'll smile at you. Then somebody will see you do that and maybe they go and hold the door from somebody. It starts a spark. We need a spark started in this country right now. Not to fix my little vaping issue, but just to kind of right the ship. Things are always going to be a little kooky in this country because we're all differently, we're all different and we all can't agree, but it doesn't mean that we all can't get along and respect each other. Okay? I agree there's problems in this country that have to be addressed. I agree that some changes need to be made. But let's take a step back here use a little bit of common sense and go forward with these problems smartly. Let's all love each other and respect each other. Doesn't sound too difficult, does it? Think about it. I love you and we will talk to you soon. This is John signing off for today.